Hey guys, it's Grant Balfour here, ex-pitcher of the Tampa Bay Rays, Oakland Athletics, Minnesota Twins, Milwaukee Brewers, Cincinnati Reds. I just wanted to uh, say you're watching Matty C Sports for You and Me podcast. Enjoy the show. It's got a lot. Matty's got a lot of uh, great things to talk about. Wide range of sports. Get on there. I uh, hope to see you guys soon on the show. All right, guys. Take care. On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. Coming in at 320 kilobytes per second, it's time for Maddie C's Sports for you and me. To me, fighting is like life. When I fight, I use all the past to get me ready for that. Like the night I fight, you're fighting all my demons. I'm fighting the guy that sexually assaulted me. I'm fighting my stepfather who was abusing me. I ended up using the boxing as therapy and it helped me get through the pain and everything that I was holding inside. Without boxing, I would have been dead. Boxing saved my life. Boxing was definitely my way out. And without that, I, I would have I would have been an alcoholic, I would have been a drug addict, I would have been everything that I was that I was doing to try to channel that pain, but I used the boxing to channel it and, 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 and work through my demons. But there's times where I hit the bag and I would start crying, thinking about stuff, so I would just envision beating up that man, beating up my father, and it took a lot for me to become the person that I am now. When I turned pro, they told me, well, why don't you grow your hair back and wear the bikinis? because that's what people want to see. And uh, I said, I'm just gonna do it being myself. I want to show kids that you can do it being yourself. I'm openly gay. I wanted to show them that you'll be comfortable in your skin. I want to be remembered and, and, and show people that it doesn't matter what you look like. You could be yourself. That hard work and push and drive can get you anywhere you need to be. You just have to believe in yourself. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks about you. And I'm gonna prove that women do deserve to be in this spot and that we, we work just as hard as the men. We always steal the show. So every time, every time I come out and people like you are doubting me, I'm gonna kick down the door. I'm gonna prove that every thought you had about me is wrong. You look at me and see a monster and I'm gonna show you the angel that's inside of me. You can't judge me by the way I look. You can't tell me who I am and what I'm gonna be. And I'm gonna keep fighting for who I am, what I am and people like me. And I'm fighting for more than myself. I'm fighting for us as a unit, me, women, kids, all that, everything that I've been to, victims. You know, I already dug myself out of a grave. I already walked through hell. I already, I already been through everything. So what are you gonna do to make me feel worse than what I already been through? And I already proved 
that you could change all of that. So nobody's taking nothing from me ever. Ever. All right, everybody, Maddie C Sports for you and me. I got a really cool down-to-earth chick here. She's a good fighter. She's a badass fighter. She's got, like, just the whole package. I'm talking with Shelly, Shelly,tos Way, Vincent. And uh, welcome to the show. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing good. Can't complain. Yeah, for sure. You're up in L.A. weather where it's fucking cold up here in Massachusetts. It's freezing up there. It's still kind of breezy out here. I thought it was going to be hot. It is not. But it ain't, <laughs> it it ain't that bad, though. It's hot compared to there. I mean, you know the deal. You from around here and shit. So oh, yeah. I heard y'all about to get like a blizzard or something on Wednesday, too. <laughs> you never know out here, man. It's like I heard it was like it's going to like be rain and then snow. And I'm like. If I got to go out and put freaking ice melt, then I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> You're going to be putting some ice melt, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. That's, a funny, <laughs> that's a funny thing about it. So um, for those who don't know, uh, Shelly's had a had a life. There's more than than boxing in this world. There's the outside. We We all think of different fighters. We think of different athletes that you know, they're just in the ring. They're just on the football field. They're just on the court. You name it. Like there's a, there's a thing behind everything. And, um, Shelly, I know what, so like, let, let's ask, like, how, how did you start in the boxing game? Like what, what got you influenced in boxing? So really I got into boxing. I had nothing to do. I never wanted to turn pro. I never wanted, was trying to make a career. Um, I started boxing because, I was abused since like eight years old and uh, like, like abused, abused. And my mother was abused, not my sisters because they was the guy's real kid, but uh, real kids, but uh, me and my mother, we had it bad. So he would like hang me off of the walls by my neck and stuff and uh, pour gasoline on my mom and like chase her around the house with matches and stuff. And he like, he used to beat my mom so bad. I used to lay on her chest because I didn't know if she was alive or not. But um, then after that, when she finally got rid of that guy, which took forever, and he wasn't a, a totally bad guy. He was just an alcoholic. But when he was drunk, he was fucking terrible. When he wasn't, he was okay. He was probably okay about three days out of the year. But um, so she finally got away from him, and then she started seeing this other guy. And the other guy uh, who was, uh, I can't really say too much about it, but he was a correctional officer. I saw him as a man in uniform. He was real good to me. He was probably one of the nicest guys after after being abused he's one of like nicest guys that came along in my life and he sexually abused me and was raping me and when I hit he tried to um, find my sister so I actually got into boxing to like channel my depression and my anger but I never had no I, I never intended on fighting or anything it was just to like try to protect me in the street in case something happened again so that, hey, that's um... pretty much how I got into it and I'm so sorry to hear about all that stuff. And I know your your mother passed away from, was it leukemia? Yeah, yeah, I'm very sorry about that. But I see now, is that your mother there with that has um, the uh, the banner every time you walk out? Yeah, and that's probably about somewhere around the age that she died too. Like she died at, uh, she was diagnosed at 36. 
she died six months later at 37. And then I was devastated after that. And I turned back to drugs and alcohol and all that stuff. I was just like mm -hmm. completely depressed again from all the stuff. So yeah, it's, uh, it was rough. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I said, like, you know, people got to realize that, you know, athletes, it's there's stuff behind it sometimes. And, you know, uh, God bless you for, you know, turning your life around and, and being part of this sport, because you do mean a lot of, to this sport, especially because you're a woman in a in a in a predominantly Male. men's game. But it, but it's coming up, though, that you guys are getting on top ranked cards. You guys are you know, throwing, throwing. And like when, when I saw you at CES and I saw you fight, I was like, with Shelly Barrett, when you fought her, I just saw like how, how, you know, comfortable in the ring you were. I mean, you, you, um, you threw down, like, honestly, you threw down and it, it was just like, you were, it's just the calming sense that you had in the ring was amazing. I was just like, Oh my God. Like she, she really I'm, like I'm used to chaos and that's controlled chaos. That's really the way I see it. Well, well, well with Heather Hardy, you had a whole different chaos. <laughs> yeah, no, me and her, we, we hated each other. Like it was her daughter hated my daughter. I hated her. She hated me. Her fans hated my fans. It was just like it was and it was it was ugly. It was bad. They stayed disrespecting me, saying I was on steroids, saying mm -hmm. I had a dick. Like what type of, like if you see you read some of the stuff it was it, it was brutal some of the stuff that uh that uh what happened that's actually why I drew the beard on and everything but uh it, it, yeah, it was bad like me and her really hated each other like it was real none of that shit was fake it, it wasn't to get on TV because we was the first women mm -hmm. to um in boxing and women's boxing me and Heather did a lot of first and we made like a lot of history but mm -hmm. uh the hate and everything was real like that was the first real beef I think in uh female boxing like we hated each other half the time we seen each other we surprised we didn't fight right there her sister tried to fight me at the barclay center like <laughs> it was real yeah yeah right now we are right now but it was real yeah yeah uh, i mean like you know you, as me as a person who's in my line you got to do the research and you know i i discussed with you earlier about your pbc uh fight that was at uh the ford amphitheater in in New York, Coney Island, Coney Island, yeah. yeah. And that fight was was a, a true sense of what I saw you as a fighter, like gritty and fucking and ready to throw down. Like you legit were ready to throw down. And from we the got, first round on, yeah. yeah, that first round on, you both were throwing. But I think you were throwing a little bit more and more strategic. And I saw that you landed more compared to what Way she more. landed. Yeah. And I hurt her. She was hitting me with pot shots one at a time. I was landing combinations and I was definitely hurting her. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yep. And that fight right, well, too, I was disrespected by the judges too. But it, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's crazy. It is, it is. That's why I said I, after I watched in that fight, you should be 28 and one. Sorry. Exactly. But, yep. But um, I mean, you've had some some real real uh, big did, fights. Did you notice anything from that fight and my fight on the twenty seventh? You should have noticed something. I should have noticed something. Yeah, you let me think on that. Um, Jesus, um, I don't know. Which way did I stand? Which way did I stand in the other fight? 
Were you standing Orthodox at that time, or were you yeah. were you going Southpaw? Yeah. I, I just turned Southpaw. That's right, because yeah. I I should have known that too, and that was well, a no, most people on my most people don't realize it because they say I look comfortable Southpaw, but that was my second fight at a uh, Southpaw, and I trained with the with Boo Boo with Demetrius Andre's old trainer. He had him all through the amateurs and up to eleven zero as a pro. So I'm gonna fight Southpaw for the rest of my career. That's, but it looked good, right? right? It looked comfortable, it did, right? It did, yeah. That's what I said. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. Like you were so composed on at the holiday bash, like you, it just didn't even look like it phased you. You didn't look tired. You didn't look nothing like that. And that's after know, three like, years. Two. I know that. What they said, two years. So it was three, yeah. three year. Three years now. Yep. It would have been like three years to the day almost. It was. Actually, I think it was yeah, pretty much three years to the day. And my last fight was there at the MGM too, which I fought for free. That, so that I, was I retired and then I came out of retirement because my first trainer had passed away. Mm -hmm. And I'm to fight and I donate the money to his wife. So I came back out, I fought, and then I retired like for real, for real. Which I didn't want to do, but I did. And and it was amazing seeing it like it was funny, and you'll probably laugh about this because my when I saw you with that ill fucking boombox you had there coming oh, yeah. like you were you were leaving. I was like, my my wife goes like this and goes, if you want a good interview, you better go fucking over to her and you better go talk to her and have an interview with her. I was like, hell yeah, I'll go over there. And then you you, you were like true to your word. You're like, yo, we can hook up later. Like, you know, let me know. And it's and it was it was a dope fucking it was a dope night it was it was hard to see the last one but you know that that's the part of boxing that you know you see and i mean to talk to talk to three people on that main card was pretty dope you know like after the fact because when yeah. you're there it's more it's more it's a lot harder because you got the fans you got you know the noise and all that stuff so it, it was great to see how you performed and the legacy you have in this, in this sport. And I mean, like the, the woman's, like you said, the woman's compared to men's boxing is much more different. It's been getting better because top rank and showtime has been, you know, showing more fights for you guys. And, you know, do you, do you think it's getting better for you? And do you think it was, a, it's a little too late for, you know, your career or you're just, or you're just getting started. Cause I mean, you, you you bought it seems like you box like you're 28 years old honestly that's because i look 28 <laughs> that's <laughs> not that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying yeah but i think um like for me i'm gonna take it day by day because i'm old as fuck i'm like i'm 42 but um my body about feels tom good, brady especially <laughs> as the way i mean that's what i'm saying so maybe 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 i'll make some more history and be the oldest woman uh to compete and uh hopefully still be winning but um like women's boxing, the direction is going in definitely. Um, do I think I'm going to see the benefits of it? I might touch a little bit of it if my legs will last that long. Because in boxing, you're only as old as, old as your legs are. So I could be 42, I could be 50. If my legs is 20 or 30, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And, and the good thing is, I'm a woman. I don't think I could mm -hmm. be a man and compete at this age, but I'm a woman, and our bodies last longer. They they. The woman's body is meant to be stronger than the man's in different ways. And right. uh, women don't have the, 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 the knockout power and the punch power that men have. So our careers last a little bit longer. And I feel like we get better as we get older. We peak 
as the age gets older. But um, I think I see a little, a little something. I mean, I might have one or two fights left. I might have a year or two left. It just all depends on how my body handles it. And so I'm just gonna take it fight by fight, and then go go like that. Um, the direction it's going is is, is yeah, because at the time it was me, Heather, few are Kalisha, Ava Knight, um, yeah. Kalisha West. Even night we was all fighting for equality and and just getting women on TV and then my my mouth I used to go to have this fights call her out da, 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 whatever I, I heard yeah I ugly. saw that and then that's yeah. the shit that landed the fight on the television and that's what landed the rematch well we did exactly what we said we was gonna do we said we was gonna go in there we was gonna bang out for ten rounds it was gonna be an exciting fight we was gonna see the hate we was gonna see everything. And we backed it up. We did all that. We had women, I don't know about Heather, but I know me. I had women calling me from other countries. I had women calling me the day of the fight. Like, if you don't back up all that shit you say, like, they're never going to put us on TV again. So it's up to you, you guys, to do this. Because if y'all don't perform like you say you are and put on a good show, like, you either making women's boxing or you breaking women's boxing. So now we have the pressure of that. I don't know about heaven. I'm just saying it on my side. So mm-hmm. now we have all the pressure of that. Now we have a pressure of we have to sell the arena out, proving that people want to come see us. Plus, we have to make the views on TV hit as heavy as the men or more than the men. And I'm just going to say me and Heather had the highest views on PBC and NBC in history at that time, even more than Errol Spence. So, yeah. Like, and you've been on a Spence card. Views. Yeah, and we ended up fighting after the main event because Heather sold half of the arena and I sold half of the arena. And I sold more than her in that first fight. So she sold half of the arena, I sold half of the arena. And uh, we did everything we said. And then Lou DeBella, I mean, and you got to give it up to Lou. You got to give it up to Jimmy because Jimmy put on girls when nobody wanted to put on girls. Like they signed me at the time when nobody was signing nobody. Then Lou, then I'm with DeBella now. And mm-hmm. uh, Lou really put the girls on his on his local television. He had me and Heather on his local television stuff. So we were doing the little te- the television there. But then he got us on major television. And that was like in history, the first time ever on NBC, first time ever on PBC. Then we was one of the four women to be on HBO. And then that didn't stop the broadcast. But uh, then Eddie Hearns, went hard, got Katie Taylor, and he got all the other girls. Lou has all the girls, and he got all the other girls. Then Top Rank was like, oh, because Top Rank wouldn't mess with no girls before. They snatched up uh, Michaela, and mm-hmm. uh, they got Michaela and uh, Esparza, or maybe yeah. she was with Golden Boy. I don't know. And now Golden Boy hopped on. But nobody was doing it when Lou and... Uh, Eddie was doing it. First, first Lou did it, then Eddie hopped on, and then, you know what I'm saying? Then Eddie Hearns is really changing the game for um for women, because he's putting a female on every single card. Same way Lou is, but between them two, I think those are the, the if you're a woman, those are the two guys you want to be with right now. Right, and you know, um, your your thought on, you know, uh, I, I've seen her fight on Town Bragg too, and I've, I've seen Michaela Mayer, Mayer fight, um, yeah, we won nationals. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Me, her, Alicia Napoleon. I forgot. It was, it was a bunch of us in the picture. I was like, that's crazy. 
Like, look at us now. We all pros, all, all, all former world champions or former world champions. Crazy. Yeah. And, you know, seeing her, I I, I checked out her fight, too, because she was the main card on um her last okay. one. Yeah. Was she on Lomachenko's main card or was she on? Nah, um, she, was, she ended up, it was supposed to be the main event fell out. I can't remember. So her and um, maybe him a douche was the um, main event. And that was, that was a tough fight for her because Hamadouche can crack. And she 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 stopped everybody in the first round, like like Serrano. Only one girl went to distance with her and only one girl beat her. And that was Delphine mm-hmm. Pearson that uh, had that, that. I thought she won the first fight with Katie Taylor and I thought Katie Taylor whooped her ass the second fight. But uh, that's the only person that beat her. And then Michaela, every round got better and just like completely blew through her. You know, that girl can crack. It, it, she, she definitely can. And she... She was, um, you know, like you, just calm through the jabs here and there and, like, was catching her pretty fucking hard. Like, her jab was pretty hard that night. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you like you, got, you women are definitely changing the game. And, like, I see it, you know, as a boxing fan myself. I, I appreciate both sides of it. You know, it's it's not about the Furies and the – and, um, and uh what's yeah you know it, um, it's just like it's like there's that side of it there's antonio margarito back in the day and you know uh everybody from around here only knows mickey ward and Gotti. you know that uh-uh. those were blood bass too but they don't they don't understand like you know when when you see i'm sure you saw pacquiao mayweather when they fought it's like yeah. everybody thought it was going to be a bloodbath but Mayweather played it off and Pacquiao, I don't know what was going on with him, but Mayweather was doing it more for the points and the, you know, the, the just being relaxed and just getting on the card, being around being 10, 8, 10, 8, 10, 9, 10, 9. Like, you know, he, he was just, just going that style, but people want bloodbaths and you got to think of fighters and their health too. Yeah, yeah, and then the, and Floyd's one of the most smartest boxers in the in, in the game. He's most intelligent. Like he 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 outthinks you. He out he out. You know what I'm saying? He figures you out. And Canelo is like that now too. But uh, yeah, and especially you fight Floyd. If he if the fight's close and he fights you again, he's walking through you the second time. Like he's that smart. He's that intelligent. Like he knows what he's doing. It is, and it's amazing because he's like. I won't fight for $20 million. You can't stop me. You can't, I, I don't need 20 more million dollars, but you want to give it to me. Okay. I will, you know, he's a, he's intelligent in that sense, but off of those pro fighters. So you, you came out of, um, you know, which I didn't know until I looked it up was you were with Manfredo senior, which I told you like, you know, his son, of course, yeah, Junior. And, Pete. Yeah, Ju- Junior was, and unfortunately, I loved him in the contender. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he was a humble, tough dude in that. And then I watched him fight Joe Calzaghe, and I was like, oh my word! Like, yeah. but Joe Calzaghe was a was a tough son bitch, man. Like he's a killer. Back. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, what was it like? You know, having that, um, that camp and that and Senior being your um trainer and stuff i mean it was dope i love pete pete did um a lot for me um pete's like a father um he's still like a father me and me and peter good we still talk it's just that he thought because of my age i shouldn't be fighting anymore 
I tried mm-hmm. to explain to him that women, women are different, but he's like, no, you're 42, 42 is 42 and blah, blah, blah. So we didn't, we didn't, we didn't see the eye to eye there. So I said, well, I'm going to box. I'm going to find somebody else. And so he was cool with it. We talked about it and uh, me and him are good. He just said he doesn't want to be there when, <laughs> when father time beats my ass. <laughs> so well, the last fight like, don't I, seem I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, it's not there yet. It's not there yet. And, and it's different for women and not for men, but he doesn't understand that. I understand where he's coming from, but I'm with Dave now. And um, he thinks um, that Dave's the best guy for me. And uh, you know what I'm saying? And Dave, Dave's uh, a lead trainer. You know what I'm saying? A, 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 a top of the class trainer. And we just click. You know what I'm saying? So I, I see myself going far with Dave Keith. Like I said, that's uh, Demetrius Andre's old trainer. He trained uh, Boo Boo Southpaw and everything. So, like, we're going to do some things. Yeah. And I'm that, a, that's proof that my age don't mean shit. My age don't mean shit. I'm going to shut people the fuck up like I've been doing all the mother years. That's, that's right. They and that, I was too small. I wasn't going to do nothing. I wasn't going to win. I wasn't going to win nationals. I won nationals. It wasn't going to put me on TV because I'm a dyke. I look like a little boy. Sex sells. So I did that shit too. Like everything that I've done, never put me in a, in a hall of fame. I did that. I was the first woman in Ring Magazine, three page spread. Like I did everything they said I wasn't gonna do. They said I wasn't gonna sell tickets. I outsold everybody probably, but like Vinny Paz and, and, and Peter Manfredo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's just like everything they said I wasn't gonna do, I did. So I'm just gonna prove these motherfuckers wrong again and whoop all these little bitches asses at, at 42 or 43. Well, fucking that's right, you I'm did. Feeling. That's just how I'm feeling right now, yeah. Every, yeah, that, that it, girl was. I, I knew that if I got in there and that girl, she only lost to elite fighters, even though whatever. But that's a fight that I needed to take and I should be taking being out of the ring for three years. I know if that girl gave me any problems that maybe I shouldn't be fighting anymore. But that just showed me that I that I am still exactly who I think I am. Well, you know what? For three years off a layoff and you perform like that, it it was it was great to see and i was like oh my god like i gotta meet this meet this chick like because she's and i didn't know about your your past story and your past like outside the ring but like inside the ring you're like a whole different different person and like i could see in your in you now that like you're fighting for a purpose for yourself not anybody else like you like you said i don't give a fuck like it's me i'm fighting for me fuck all you people if i lose i lose i win i win I already beat the biggest fights I had in my life. I beat rape. I beat all the ridicule. I beat all that shit. Like, there's nothing I've been pissed with. I've been sad. I've been all that shit. There's nothing that a broad can do for me in a ring. That, you know what I'm saying? Just dancing. You're just violently dancing. And, and it's just the way I see it. Yeah, and I got, I got mad respect for that. Yeah, it's like therapy for me. And then I feel like I'm fighting back for all the times I didn't fight back when I was a kid. I usually walk out with like 10 to 15 kids and, uh, you know, just to remind myself where I came from or the kids that I go to the schools and I talk to, we usually get that, those kids tickets. So uh, I go to the program and I talk to the kids over there, kids that are like me, mm-hmm. kids that, that came from the same struggles and stuff so that they know that like you can save yourself. You don't have to be all messed up. Like you don't have to kill yourself or that type of stuff. I mean, I'm not going to front. I'm still, I'm still depressed a lot. But of course, of course. 
like stuff like that you just don't forget like you can't erase it doesn't doesn't matter how many times you talk to a therapist how many how many meds you take like you don't ever get over somebody raping you taking taking that from you or beating you as a kid like you don't like how how could somebody do that to a child and yeah i mean not that i went with any of those experiences but i know all about mental health you know dealing with some shit and going places that I needed help. So I, I went to get it, you know, if I didn't, I'd be, I'd be somewhere in a dark space. So uh, it, it's a tough thing dealing. I mean, what you dealt with was very hard. And then you came, you came out on top for where you are now, where you are now. But of course the, the depression and stuff is going to still come into play once in a while, but you know, that's, that's proven how tough you are. And kids need to know that too. Like it's never gonna go away. Like that's that's not you right. learn how to deal with it, y'all learn how to cope with it. But you know. Yeah, for sure. And I, you know that's why I decided to start talking about it because I wasn't gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. I decided talking about it and the, the first time that I talked about it and I went to the Benny Dover Junior High, the school, the schools that I went to back home, mm-hmm. two kids immediately hit me up and told me that the same shit was happening to them. And that's when I said, well, I'm going to keep doing this. And then they talked to whoever they needed to talk to. But that's when I realized I, I could help people and I had the blueprint. And for sure. And and it, like I said, it's, a, it's an honor talking to you for real. Like, you know, you telling your story here, like, you know, and coming from where you are and, you know, dealing with what you've had to deal with and coming into the ring and you, you've accomplished what you've accomplished. I thought it was amazing. And, you know, with the, you know, there's more than just the Hardy fights. There's, there's, you know, um, there's 24 more fights besides that, you know, well, actually, no, I'm sorry. uh, 26. You got me adding on the spot. You got me adding on the spot. So, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, the, in the other question I was going to ask you just outside of, you know, that stuff because I know how tough you are and stuff, you know, and what, cause I know Carlito, um, Carlito's way is one bad motherfucking movie. So Charlito's way, how, how badass is that? That's a badass nickname and nobody would think of that. That's a re- OG original shit. Like what, like what made you get that name? I asked you that at the fight, but I know you were like leaving. So. Sorry, I couldn't hear. I can't hear you. I said Carlito's way in the movie. He just got out of prison. He was trying to change his life. Yep. All that. Yep. So it was the same thing. I had just gotten out of prison for mm-hmm. the third time. And uh, I was telling the, 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 the COs and the inmates, like, I'm going to come out of prison. I'm going to change my life. I said, I'm going to be a world champion. I said, everybody laughed. <laughs> They're like, you small. Like, you small, bitch. You know? But, uh. And then I said, nah, like, I'm good. I should have took it serious all the mother years and all this stuff. So it's, it's just my story ended a little bit better than this. But, uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, so everybody in the gym was calling me, uh, well, my first trainer, he was like, Shalito, Montoya, Chavez, Clemente, Vincent. I was like, I'm fucking Italian. <laughs> like, I'm not Spanish, I'm Italian. But they kept calling me that. So I'm like, I'm, I'm Italian and Cape Verde. But uh, so that's that's how the um, Shalito came about. And then we just the Shalito's way. And then the, the Shalito's way. It's like a lot of meanings. The Shalito's way, every which way, but down. Um, but uh, 
I wear the straight jacket to symbolize the way women were tied down in sports yes. and me trying to bring yeah. free of my demons. I wear the mask because the real guy, Fox, he was uh, born two days after me and he died the same day as my mother. And uh, oh, okay. yeah, a lot of similarities in the movie. If you replace the government and put something else like the names in the movie, the ideas of bulletproof, the, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff. What, what you did to me was monstrous. You created a monster. Like all the shit from the movie, like really was parts of my life. Like if you took out the government and replaced it, why why he was killing them people and getting his revenge? Like that, I that, I could have easily turned that movie into my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, <laughs> so here's my I'll tell you my version of Shellito's way, and my mine's probably a bit different. All right, so every fucking girl you face is Benny Blanco, and you're throwing them down the fucking stairs every time you fight them. We'll just go. Uh, that's that's my. Take that one that's, too. Uh, I'll take that as that's for you. My interpretation for you is you fucking throwing Benny Blanco down the stairs. We take that too. We take that too. <laughs> yeah. So my my final question to you is, you know, where where is it you want to go from here? Do you want to, you know, CES is a great organization, of course, because you you fighting it and. You know, and, and if, if that was my first promoter, mm-hmm. he's always gonna be my promoter. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I I I hope to um still fight with Jimmy and do my thing around here and um also fight down at twenty two. Hopefully, with like the same type of opponent because I haven't fought in three years. Get more rust off, even though I don't really have. I didn't feel like I had rust in that fight, but I want to feel more comfortable in there. And mm-hmm. then uh, what, you know, I want to fight for world titles again. 118 well, is where I should have been whole career, but they, uh, I had all my titles at 122, but uh, Heather couldn't make 122 anymore. So they asked me to go up to 126 and then I just kept eating. Now, then I got in a car accident and that's why I fought at 130 because I got big when I couldn't train. Then we started trying to fight down each weight class until I got back to my weight class. But 118 is eventually where I'm going to sit and I can make that. So I'm yeah. going to have problems with 15 because they're actually my size. Them, them Benny Blancos is going down. Going down. For sure. But um, I have to tell you, Shelly, it's been an honor to have you on my show for real. Like, you know, you. dealing with your ups and downs and, you know, basically being where you are now, I appreciate the hell out of it. And especially that you're a you're a class act and you, you know, you look out for the kids, you look out for, um, you look out for troubled youth that, uh, have some issues just as you did in your past and, you know, being, uh, genuine and courteous to other people that are in need and you just are right there. Like, yo, I'm here. And I just wish you nothing but the best in your career because, you know, you're the fucking woman's Tom Brady in boxing, believe it or not. But you. yeah, but you know what? You you're definitely always welcome on my show. I tell all the people that are on my show have been on my show, your family. So if you called me, you messaged me, or whatever, you're always welcome on my show. <laughs> I'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what? You know I'll be there at CES. Just don't travel to like New Jersey and shit. Just stay around here. <laughs> I want to. I want to stay around here. Like I, I, I like. To, I like to make it easy for my people. 
But I know when I get to 118, I'm gonna have to travel because yeah, girls got the boats. So, but the fights well, will be on TV, so so that's the good thing too. So everybody will still be able to catch it. Like it well, be big I, <laughs> I got a guy I interviewed. It actually, was old school Tommy Morrison. His his son was talking to me right after he fought on Top Rank, and you know I talked to a boxer from Oklahoma, so like talking to a person who's from Providence, North Attleboro area, yo, that's, that's perfectly easy to drive up 24. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So again, Shelly, thank you so much and nothing but luck in, in, uh, I hope you succeed more in this game. Cause I think you got a lot more in the tank. Thank you, my man. And okay. enjoy LA and train some people how to fuck shit up. All right. Sure. You got with- it's coming next week. Be ready for that. It's coming next week. She sees Marciano finals right there. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Cause I was, <laughs> that's mad funny. Cause I was invited to go to that and I couldn't go. <laughs> so, well, I'll thought you on mute, but uh, you on mute. I can't hear it. <laughs> I can't hear you. You got on mute. Right there. Yeah. My bad. I said, we have money out here crap bitches. <laughs> Ill to hear. Yeah. So actually, t- tell me tell me a girl's name and you know that she's that she's throwing down and we'll th- I'll yeah. fucking Go ahead. I'll throw her shit. name out. Go ahead. Come talk to come talk to guy. My actions speak louder than my words. No, wait, what? Tell them the name of it. Uh, no, no, it's, you know, it's, it's cool. Like, hey, Boston, Massachusetts. That's me. Any champions. Absolutely. 110%, sir. You're training out there, so that means you're, you're about to throw down real quick. So oh, I absolutely. support you, too. My producer, will, my producer will be there, so I'll t- I'll tell him to be on the lookout for you, and you probably have an interview oh, from him see? too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. He can definitely uh, talk to me after I get my W. So you, oh, yeah. you know, there you go. That that's the confidence I like to hear. Whoops, some ass. Absolutely, I'll, that's the mission. I'll, I'll do the shit talking for you right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like my I like my hands in talking. I love my hands in talking. I don't want my coach over here to gas me up too much. I'm more humble than she is. I talk oh, my shit. Oh, now you're gonna <laughs> I talk my shit. Now all right, Shelly, I'll talk to you and enjoy LA. And when you come back, I hope to see you soon. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. And this will be on the new year, season three, Maddie C Sports. Watch out for Shelly. She's on the run. She's on the move. She's about to mess shit up. You need to understand that. So I will talk to you soon, and thank you for being on the show. Thanks for watching Maddie C's Sports for you and me. Make sure to follow Maddie Cameron on Twitter at MattCameron23, or follow him on Instagram at MattyC23, or subscribe to his YouTube channel, Maddie C's Sports for you and me. Once again, thanks for watching.